Thought Bubble Audio. with us welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate and once again trains more trains it's still infrastructure month it sure is and might i go out on a limb here and Mm. say that this may be the absolute fucking peak of infrastructure month yeah this is the pinnacle (laughs) this is this is like everything we have worked for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we earned the hell out of this show (laughs) (laughs) we did somewhere out there in the world a production team made this show and they said you know who this is gonna be for (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) how long was it like Four years later, yep. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Reporting we for it. duty. <laughs> um, before we begin this journey, should we switch tracks and Ew. make a stop at Quarkore Station? Oh yes. <laughs> Well, my core core is actually the same core core you're going to hear next week. No, this is trains core core. No, I mean, you can share that too. This but. is mine. I got vaccinated. And next week you're going to hear me say I got vaccinated also. And it's fine because <laughs> <laughs> both things are true. It just all happened today and not the days that you're listening to these two podcasts. So Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Kirstie's trying to ride this train. I'm just very As far excited. as it goes. <laughs> you know what? This is my coastline. <laughs> this is my train. Wow. Um, okay, so trains core core. Yeah. That cab view life. That cab view life. So the the most important one I would say is that as of yesterday, my autocorrect has replaced the word literally with Laurie Rocks. Yep. Who for those of you not familiar <laughs> with Cab View YouTube, Laurie Rocks is a channel on youtube and he specializes in train routes in like switzerland and some other a couple other places yeah that that region that spot um and he makes great cab view videos dude really knows what's up um and he was featured in a washington post article about the cab view craze yeah, I was thinking to myself yesterday or two days ago, something like that, about, like, of all the things that I thought I would learn <laughs> in my life, I didn't think the names of specific cab view YouTubers would uh-huh. ever be one of them. Um, I, to build on that, um, I did learn that there is a website that aggregates cab view YouTube mm-hmm. so that you don't have to like try to find the good cab views on YouTube. I was really overwhelmed by their UI though. Like it wasn't It's not a good UI at all. No. But it does have all like 8,000 cab views. Yeah. So I yeah. did find a couple good ones on there. I can't remember mm. where any of them were because again, the UI. Yeah. Um it's like organized by like content producer and then when you click on it you get all of their cab view videos um so it it allows you to get in deep on each creator it sure does um so so yeah so there's an aggregator for cab views we can try to remember to put that in the show notes maybe Mm. someone will have some promises about show notes you sure did and someone's gonna have to set up a slack bot I think I did So that. I don't forget my okay. promises also. Um, and then the other thing was, I had one more. Oh, I watched a thunderstorm cab view. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was fun. Um, the one thing is that it wasn't a good matchup for the task I was trying to do at the time because mm. it demands a little bit more looking at the screen mm-hmm, mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the task I was doing afforded me. But... 
um, what that producer did is they would like cut or the flash of thunder of lightning would go across the screen and then they would like do like a highlights reel of it so they would like go back a little bit and do a slow-mo of the bolt of lightning but it was this like really incredible thunderstorm like bolts all the way to the ground it was great i enjoyed that that one there wasn't much thunder interestingly Hmm. just a lightning just a lot of lightning but so i think i i mentioned in our first episode of infrastructure month that my husband has a history of watching cab view yeah he doesn't interestingly know that's what it's called so he's not like in the culture but like he watches trains so um, so i i thought he would be like thrilled that i'm now suddenly into cab view and he yeah. just had like no response to this endeavor other than occasionally making fun of me so he didn't want to share this part of his life he didn't want to share it with me so i was like hey i have a train i think you'll really enjoy (laughs) because he really likes thunderstorms and then i sent it to him and he watched it and he was like yeah that's a cool train (laughs) wow so anyway, anyway, my life on the rails. Therapy. <laughs> my husband didn't like my trains. <laughs> my husband won't open up to me about trains. <laughs> the trains are a metaphor. some trains i can tell you about <laughs> keep this train moving um, aye, aye, aye. i've been working my way through Lori rocks's catalog so i want no other trains unless they're Lori rocks right now Lori rocks knows what's up like you are yeah. always going to get a good train with Lori rocks you are i watched a decent one in switzerland that featured the longest tunnel in the world oh yes i watched this one also it was like a full 30 minutes of tunnel, which is a lot of tunnel, guys. It's a long-ass tunnel. Um, but then I found, like, the best train. The best train of all time. Which one which was this? For, it's in Nice. Did you so send me snaps of this one? Yes. Okay. So it goes through, like, from the very tip-top of Italy somewhere up into France and, into, and like, to Nice. And all of the train stations oh. in france are like pink like yes. salmon color and so quaint and you go by a lot of like little quaint houses and you're really in like a countryside area and it's short it's like an hour so it's a great length and there's one part the sun's shining really nice and then you turn around this bend and you've got this like fairy tale view of like the mountains and down below, there's um, a little village, and it's, like, so nice. And then all of a sudden, you hit this bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, like, I had a, an emotional response. Yes. I, so I've watched this one also, and I rewound and watched yeah. the bridge, like, four times. <laughs> it's a beautiful bridge. I could watch that approach on an infinite loop. Yeah. It's, it's like, 10 out of 10 terrain great train mm-hmm. that that actually reminds me there's one of a similar length um either in or around marseille that i started and never got back to i think that's on my list so i'll have to remember to get back to that mm-hmm. i think i still have it open in my millions of trade <laughs> <laughs> i like hoard tabs of trains i'm like that looks like an interesting train so there's this thing called playlists. I did I did start one. Oh, but good. then sometimes I get distracted. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I keep trying to add like the same ones to the playlist. <laughs> it's just embarrassing <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's talk about someone who is not embarrassed by a single goddamn thing. No. Never. Um so we watched Coastal Railways with Julie Walters. Yeah, and we did. y'all, I don't know about you, Kelsey, but when you pitched this to me, I was like, 
lady's gonna ride a train. Swell. Yeah. yeah. And I was not in any way prepared <laughs> for, for the journey we were going on. Uh, no. The premise was not clear no. to me. I thought it was gonna be like, she stares out the window on the trains and, like, tells some fun facts about trains. Yeah. Which she does. It, sure. But the premise that she describes of meeting weirdos along the train <laughs> routes on, in coastal areas is not what I We really imagined. need to, like, I want to do, like, a dissertation on the two-minute intro that they do of every episode to yep. the show. Because she's like... I like trying on people's lives, and I think that's why I'm an actress. So I want to go on a travel show. Also, I like trains and the ocean. So that is the theme of my travel show. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, so beautiful. Like, the people they find... Someone did research? Absolutely. I want to know everything about the casting process. I need to know everything. everything. Like, I liked this so much that when I found out that I'd accidentally watched a supercut of two episodes that had some taken <laughs> scenes taken yes. out, I went back and watched both episodes in their rightful order. Yeah. And she was thrilled. We watched both of them together, and the parts that had been cut from the version she watched, she was thrilled. I was thrilled! (laughs) My favorite part of the intro, just because I want to make sure it doesn't get lost in the rest of it, is there's a line where she says, my husband thinks I'm mad, but I'm going to prove him wrong. And I just want to be clear that the husband is never spoken of ever again. (laughs) No, she talks about him all the time! She talks about the fact that they have a farm, and that's like it. She makes a lot of dick jokes well. about her husband. <laughs> she makes a lot of dick jokes about other people too, so I don't know that that counts. I want to know everything about him. I also want the reality show that's just their life on the farm. I know! I would spend so much time just following Julie Walters around on a farm. If she wanted to, like, create a whole Magnolia network yes. for Julie Walters, yes. like, I would yes. be very much interested that in that. That should be the new Escape to the Chateau. Yeah. I did tell Kirstie when I was watching this that we accidentally have a new She's mom now. She's a thousand percent our mom. I got, like, five mm-hmm. minutes into the first episode, and I was like, yes, this yes. is our mother. <laughs> We've said Meryl's our mom, but, like, not in the same way that no, I, Julie, Julie's way more of our mom than Meryl. Yeah. Like, we could hang with Julie. We could totally hang with Julie. Oh, my God. Okay, so, the premise of this show, there's four episodes, which is a crime. An absolute crime. I would watch, like, 17 seasons of this. Yeah. Um, I would all... <laughs> I would also watch the spinoff where somehow Kevin McLeod is involved. Yes. But he just has the right juju, but anyway. Um. <laughs> I do want an extended universe of most things with Kevin McLeod, though. Like, yeah, I just want to see what happens when you insert Kevin McLeod into other stuff. True. Take him out of his environment. Uh-huh. So, the premise is that Julie Walters, every episode she gets on a train route... And she doesn't just go from point A to point B. Um, She has to, like, take either, like, this local rail lines that split off from it, or she just takes stops along the way. And she gets off and she meets locals. Weird locals. And she always, like, takes time to point out that these are people who are either, like, weird or eccentric. (laughs) Or, like... I think she calls them weird and wonderful yes. as a package deal, yes. which is it's not delightful. It's, this is again like a place where I think it could be easy for it to sound like a lot of people are mocking people, and like yeah. I just want to be super clear that no, like nobody is being exploited here. Like this is yeah, there's such an earnest like yep, an earnest show with an earnest love for every person involved in it, yes. and this is us earnestly loving it also. Yes. <laughs> Just to, like, really set the table. Yeah. And so the the idea is that all these people's lives are somehow impacted by the railway. Yeah. Or by not having 
a frequent railway. Like, there's <laughs> some propaganda involved. There's absolutely, like, pro-rail propaganda. Yeah. Which I'm here for. Because yes. I am also <laughs> pro-trains. Yes. <laughs> um... So, the first one is the one where they take the Hogwarts Express, right? Yes. So, this is, like, Scotland, like, Western Scotland. So, we immediately go back to where we left Dick Strawbridge. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the same gl- Great Glen. We immediately, like, hang out at the Caledonian Canal, and it was like... Yep. <laughs> and I were frantically texting each other like Dick Strawbridge yelled at somebody right there <laughs> that's where the fairy capsized like when we made this syllabus we didn't know we had guys. no we didn't idea know. we had no idea that it was all so interconnected yeah just like the railways on the train and it's the hogwarts express train and she's going up like the coast the east western coast of scotland and she what are her activities on this one she gets to go over the viaduct yes she does um she gets to go to the isle of sky that bit is pretty fun because she's like there's no rails here, here, but there is a lot of coasts, so I decided to go. <laughs> See, the thing that's funny about the show that absolutely should not work is that it's is it's literally, as she said in the intro, which is like, she likes trains and she likes coasts. So mm. she wanted to do both of those things. So she, like, yes. uses the train to get to coastal points, and sometimes she's having a nautical time, and sometimes yep. she's having a train time. Yep. And her excursions are, like, a balance of both. And sometimes it's like yeah. she's looking, she's on the train looking at the ocean, but sometimes it's just like, we're going to go hang out with the Coast Guard for like an hour yeah. and do just boat stuff. Or like yeah. at one point, which we're not there yet, but like at one point she goes lobster fishing. Yep. And it's just like, the train brought me here. Now we're going to hang out <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> but it's so organic. And it like- works. It works so well. I think this is going to come up a lot, but the whole time I was watching the show, I was thinking about men in kilts. Yeah, it was And too. all of the ways in which this show works and Men in Kilts doesn't. Because I feel like this show, like, almost point for point, addresses all of our concerns with Men in Kilts. I agree. I agree. Yes. So this one, she... Yeah, she does the lot. Yes. She does Harry Potter stuff. She does the Viaduct. Is this she the does one this, where she like... goes to the farm and gets to meet Morag? Yeah, so she meets this lady... <laughs> Who's, like, arguably my favorite, I think. Yeah. This is where, like, the show really worked for Mm -hmm. me. Is she does, like, some of these... She goes to, like, learn about um, military history at this one place. Like, she does some pretty standard travel show excursions, I think, in this episode. And then she gets off on this train stop that has no people... And it's a town, like, with a population of, like, 30. Yep. And I don't even know how they found this place and found these people, but there's this woman who she meets who is a cattle farmer. And she's a force of nature. She's incredible. I, love her I, want, so I want a show just about Morag. And also... I think Julie Walters should divorce her husband and marry Morag and become a yes. cattle farmer. Yes. They had so many good vibes. I love it. So they, like, she's got, like, 25 cows, and they're, like, highland cattle, and they um have to wrangle them and feed them and put tick spray on them and like julie's just up in there she's like yeah i'm in it i'm here and she loves the cows like she's not when we did this on men men and kilts it was like ooh, 
like this is kind of fun but also ew my barbore coat is gonna get muddy and like they do a lot of going on the excursions but then kind of like standing back and watching other people yeah lead the excursion and then being like well that was fun thank you yeah and and julie's no. like comes in hot supposedly has never met these people but it feels like they've known she knows yeah she's one of the people yeah and she just gets in it, and then they have to go and wrangle the cows that have not come home. And so they just take her truck out, and the cows just follow uh-huh. the truck home. And, it's and Julie Walters is just fucking living. She's in the Jeep, living. and she's just, like, absolutely enthralled. She's like, come on, girls, come on! And Morag is like, yeah, I do this every day, it's chill. And Julie's yeah. just like, this is my favorite. Yeah, it's just delightful. They have so much fun, and they just, like, make body jokes at each other and mm-hmm. just, like, have a grand old time. They talk about utter cream. <laughs> it's amazing. Talk- <laughs> it's so funny. That was the first dick joke, yes. and that's what I knew. Yes. This was all what I knew, and... So this episode is, like, honestly the least exciting, probably. Yeah. And we still get Morag, so, like, <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> great. what you will. This is, this episode is much more, like, introduction to Julie Walters, I feel like. It's a lot more one-on-one time with her. Yeah. It's a lot more of her, like, sitting on the train, looking out the window, and, like, yeah. monologuing about the rails. And... The history lesson, I think, really brings us down, to be honest. What was the history lesson on this one? About, like, the military training and... Oh, FF. I loved that part. I thought that was great. It was interesting. It was just, like, a vibe. True. And I think Sky had a weird vibe, too. So, yeah. like, we're not vibing all the way in this episode, but... <laughs> they, this one the had next... more of a serious tone. Yeah. The next one is we go to, like, the east coast of England into Scotland, into Edinburgh. Newcastle to Edinburgh. And, yeah. And this one slaps. and So hard. The reason this one sna- slaps, there's a few. But one of them is that she goes to this place where she used to go camping as a child. And it's like the northernmost part of England before the border. And it's a trailer park community. Yes. And she goes into like every person's trailer <laughs> And is like, ooh, show me around. <laughs> and she shuns all of the husbands who are just sitting there, like, not being helpful. <laughs> She's like, Anthony, help her with the bed. <laughs> help her. As this woman's showing her her, like, modular bed couch in her trailer. <laughs> and she's just dead serious loving it. And the thing, it took me so long because I was like, is this literally a trailer park? <laughs> We're literally featuring a trailer and not because there's anything wrong with it. It's just like, how many travel shows do you know that are like, we're going to go to this trailer park? Well, like, I was thinking because there's a Men in Kilts that you probably haven't watched yet, that where they go to an like a castle uh-huh. and right next to the castle is a trailer park. And they're like, oh, the whole thing's ruined because there's a trailer park there. And Julie Walters is out here being like, yeah, we're going to the trailer park and it's beautiful. And And everyone who lives in it is beautiful. That's the thing. She is just so fucking happy to be there with these people. This one woman, like, pulls open her wardrobe and a light turns on. And everybody just has a whole fucking moment because the light turns on when you open the door. There's just, like, it's, the thing of it is, is that, like, when they planned the route, somebody, I believe Julie Walters, or at least that's the story in my head, was like, we gotta go. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Whatever else we do, we have to go to the trailer park. And her monologue when she leaves isn't like, oh, those are a bunch of weirdos. She's like, I really just connect with these people. So and then she so gets hard. on the train and the train goes by the trailer park and she is just fucking thrilled that she gets to see the trailer park again. <laughs> She's so happy. And like, the other thing about it is it's not like a resort community. It's literally like these people own, yeah, no. it's like these people's private trailers. Like these people just like own trailers on the seaside. 
Yep. But she made an excursion. <laughs> she did. They don't even have a beach. They just have a view. <laughs> it is a lovely view for what it's worth. It is. Um, Fucking hysterical. It's amazing. So I think the other ones we need to talk about in this episode yes. are Lobster Lady yes. and smoking Smoked Fish. Yes. So where do we start? Let's start with Lobster Lady. Okay. I'm a big fan of Lobster Lady. Tell me more about Lobster Lady. So Lobster Lady presumably has a name, and I apologize for not noting it. Jane? Sure. We're going to call her Jane. We'll I think go her with name's Jane. Jane. Um, it's slightly more dignified than Lobster Lady. Um, so <laughs> she, this is a person who had like a long time career in IT or something. Yeah. And just kind of like walked away from it all one day to become a lobster fishing person yeah and so she like got a boat and started fishing lobster and then somehow like joined forces with this other like lobster fisherman and started doing conservation work so now she runs this like giant hatchery for lobsters Mm -hmm. and is like trying to repopulate lobsters on the coast yeah, because as is true here as well, lobsters have been overfished, and it's the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she has this hatchery, and she takes Julie Walters out on her boat, and Julie gets to learn about lobster fishing, and then yeah. she takes her back to the hatchery, and she shows her all of the lobsters at various stages of development, and like they get yep. to see lobster eggs, and then she gets to see the tanks with the little hatched lobsters, and mm-hmm. then eventually they get to take a bunch of lobsters out and release them back into the wild. Yeah. yeah. And Julie Walters has a wild time with every single moment of it. <laughs> every single moment. <laughs> and then we get my favorite part, which is after they eat lobsters. <laughs> and Julie's like, this doesn't bother you? And she's like, no, they're cannibals their whole life. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so good. So good. It's so good. Oh my god. Like, fuck lobsters, apparently. <laughs> oh. This is another person who I would just, like, spend a lot of time I with. Is actually lo- is think Lobster Jane lady. Lobster Jane and her hatchery would actually make, like, a really interesting, like, four to six episode series just like life at the fishery and like or hatchery Mm -hmm. whatever life on the boat but okay so if we're getting her as a series then we also need the rom-com with smoked fish man and julie walters (laughs) because they have such a flirty fun time it's so flirty they so she goes to a smoked fish factory yeah. And which is like apparently a thing for mm-hmm. wherever she's from in that specific UK or whatever. This is me like really showing yeah. <laughs> how much I know about <laughs> the UK. But so she goes there and there's this guy who is the I don't know what his position is, but he's the guy who's gonna do he the, owns it. the excursion. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they like immediately upon meeting on camera there are dick jokes and he's flirting with her and talking about how much she likes kippers suggestively yeah (laughs) and they just are making lovey eyes at each other (laughs) they're arguing about whose town they're from is more posh (laughs) and they carry this on the entire time they're in the factory so he like takes her on a factory tour he like teaches her how to like gut a fish um and they do the like rom-com thing where like she's holding the knife and he puts his hands on it and like helps her like open the fish (laughs) (laughs) and then they like smoke the fish and then they get to like sit down together by the sea and eat the fish and the whole time the chemistry is just off the fucking charts and this is electric. <laughs> I was so here for it. And I think the thing is, we've already alluded to it, but like Julie Walters just like brings so much natural chemistry. Like yeah. she we yeah. talked about this amongst ourselves, but um she does all of these monologues with the camera. Yeah. And you would think watching just one person traveling would be like really boring. Yeah. But 
as you said, because we were talking about it in contrast to Men in Kilts, like, she's doing all of this relationship building by herself. Yeah. She's bringing all of the fun by herself. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Sam and Graham can't get a bit off the ground to save their lives. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they can't. There's also this, like, absolutely hilarious bit she does where she hates the crew. <laughs> and it should be mean and it shouldn't work. But it like when she's in the trailer park, Anthony, like, makes the bed for her. So she's, like, giving Anthony a hard time. And then she, like, lays down on the bed and she looks at the camera and she says, now bugger off. And then she goes, oh, I can't say that. Oh, yes, I can. It's Channel 4. They don't care. (laughs) (laughs) She's just constantly just hating them. They were with Morag and the cows, and the cow was smelling the cameraman, and she goes, yeah, we've all done that. (laughs) It's so funny. It's very funny. Um... So what's the next one? Is this the one where she goes to Cornwall? Yes. So this one is the Great Western Mainline. Um, so she goes to Devon and Cornwall. And yep. this one is supposed to be all about smuggling. I think if we want to go yeah. in terms of like the themes that they tried to weave into every episode, this one was probably thematically the weakest. Or at least like it felt forced to me. Yeah. Um... But she gets to, like, hang out in some caves and go to, like, various smuggling places and learn, like, smuggling history. Like, pop into people's homes. (laughs) Again. There's this one part where she goes into, I can't remember if it's someone's home or someone's pub, but it's, there's supposed to be a spot under the floor that leads to, like, a smuggling tunnel. Yeah. So, like, the, this woman who I think owns the place... It's like giving the whole history and she's like, and so when we lift up the stone, like this is what you'll see. So they get like four people to like lift up this huge hunk of concrete and it's completely filled in. (laughs) And nobody knows when it happened. And the poor woman is like, I swear. (laughs) Oh no. Um I also love the man that she meets along this journey who was a rock and roll band, like, booking mm-hmm. agent who now owns, like, military or costumes, not maybe not just military, but, like, costumes for, like, whatever production you've ever seen that's filmed in that area and, like, armor and stuff like that. And he is old. He's like, what, like 75, 80 years old. And he talks about how he refused to book the Beatles multiple times because they were too expensive. So funny. And then he takes her, like, in every crevice of this, like, hoarder's paradise that he's created. And she's, like, clearly a little bit, like, that's too much for her. But she's also like, yeah, I'm in it. I'm here. It's definitely a little bit, like, too late to turn back, so. Yeah. Is this the one where um, she also gets to go to the um, converted train station? Or is that the next one? The train station that's now a bookstore? I don't know which one that was, but that one was That was also great. There's a... The train station was historic for some reason, but this couple, like, bought it... I thought this was the guy with the Beatles, but... No, you know what? This is the last episode because she reads her memories oh, book. You're right. This was train. episode two. Um, anyway, they've converted this, like, <laughs> independently... Oh, oh, we forgot such an important thing in episode two. Oh, oh my, my God. God what? Speaking of switching tracks, we really have to go back to this. So she meets this couple. They bought this train station. They converted it into a bookstore. It turns out that this is the bookstore that, for whatever reason, accidentally created the keep calm and carry on meme. Um, And so I guess they're just sort of permanently living off of that. That appears to be their, like, main source of income. In one form or another, they're independently wealthy. So they have this incredible bookstore. It's a tourist trap. Everyone loves it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
then they're just casually like, oh, and by the way, there's like this volunteer group that's rebuilding the branch line. (laughs) And so, and it's funded by this guy. (laughs) So this guy is independently wealthy and he got a crew of people together to create like a railroad company and they're rebuilding a branch line that was taken away or what yeah was closed yeah but there's no existing rail so literally they like bought an old like railway construction train and there's like yeah five guys and (laughs) they're just like on their own laying a track and building like yep. 40 miles of rail or something. It's not 40, it's like five. Mm-hmm. But they're building like some number of miles of rail by themselves. And when it's all done, they're going to start a train. And they're just going to run a train <laughs> <laughs> on this branch line that they built with their bare hands. It's just wild. <laughs> and the whole time it's just like, yeah, this guy is just building his own railroad. I don't know. Like, I have questions about zoning. I have questions about property. I Like, how do you just build your own rail road? And also, can we do it? Can can we? we I have a branch line myself that I would be interested in having access to. So is that the answer? Like, we've been waiting on Amtrak, but maybe, like I said to Kelsey, like, which one of us is going to go marry a billionaire? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. There's so much yeah. good stuff. So we got derailed with that one, but I just think that was important. No, it was. Um, episode four. Should we recap this? Episode four, I think that's the one where they go to the Thomas it the is. Tank Engine yeah. line. And that's yeah. fine. It's not that thrilling. Um, the most exciting part of all of episode four is she goes to a town, <laughs> a very special yes. town, where <laughs> Kelsey had like a whole ass theme... meltdown about this. And she was like, I don't want to spoil this for you, but you'll know it when you see it. And nothing stresses me out more than when someone says you'll know it when you see it, because I'm like, will I though? <laughs> so then, so the episodes go to lag. We're like watching, watching, watching. Yeah. And then... Julie Walters gets off the train and I had zoned out a little bit, but I looked up and I knew it. I knew it. So take me there. (laughs) So you get off the train and the whole little platform and station cover, it's not not like a full station, it's just a little awning, is covered in knitted materials. yes, Yes. And so her mission has been to bring a big bag of yarn. With oh her yeah, because she went. She went to like the cake people. There's like a, yeah. a person who makes wedding cakes and trans transports oh, them yeah, on great. trains. And so she's yeah. with them. And then the woman's like, "Hey, can you bring all this yarn to this other woman?" Yeah. So she's got this bag of yarn. And she gets off, and the train station is covered in knitting. It's like, okay, <laughs> is this like an art installation? Or like, what's happening? And then she wanders the town and the whole yes, town yes. is full of huge knit yes. items and they're like little people or they're sculptures or Animals. they're like yep whatever you can think of there's a knitted item for it and they're everywhere and they did it because they wanted to encourage more tourism and like I have a multitude of questions, but like, who has that? That's my primary question. Like, they've got to be using knitting machines, right? I mean, they're very elaborate, they're like and intricate. I don't even know how you'd like start to make something. How do you like source those. the yarn? Julie's bringing her bag. <laughs> I mean, Julie's bringing her a bag of yarn that's like half the size of my stash. That's not knitting a whole town. You know what I mean? No. Like, yeah, I do. That maybe gets you one giant knitted mouse for the park bench, but not like. Mm-hmm. Not all that yard. This was another place well, where I again, feel like, like Julie was a little out of her element. Where yeah. I think she like she enjoys everything she does, but I think she was also a little yeah. bit like. Ah, ah! The whole town is knitted. Huh. 
<laughs> it's one of those like tourist traps where like it's like biggest yeah, yeah. thing in the world or whatever and you get off and you're like oh, okay that's, that sure that's is what there it is. okay <laughs> that sure is the thing <laughs> and again like i want to know who like what's the permitting for yarn sculptures everywhere well, and, like, you go what's like, the maintenance like like i know um you remember when like yeah. yarn bombing was trendy in in the teens mm-hmm. um mm-hmm municipalities were like please for the love of god stop because then our public work staff have to go and like clean up all of your dumb crocheted shit now that it's like all (laughs) wet and soppy and like it rains a lot in this place so they've got these massive like nine foot tall knitted sculptures like aren't they musty also like aren't animals trying to use them for nesting material like these are outside we did learn that they put GPS trackers <laughs> in them. The the local scamps keep stealing them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what else happens in that episode? Is that like most of it? Oh, she goes ziplining. Oh, <gasps> so she goes ziplining, and she um, visits Europe's biggest pet cemetery. Which is oh, a yeah. wild, wild ride. That's wild actually ride. If you want it to be like more moving than one would think, like I think it's one of those yeah. moments where they were like, "Yeah, we'll include it because this is quirky, like pet cemeteries." That's funny. But then, like yeah. she and the guy, like yeah. kind of bond and like they, yeah. they kind of he like I think makes the argument for his his yeah, craft. He does. He's really fine. Yeah, his absolutely. <laughs> um so the zip lighting is this like huge yep. old mine that they've converted into a zip line tourist yep. attraction and julie's so mad <laughs> that yes. she's doing it she's like i'm s- uh-huh. don't even look at me <laughs> and she, she does, does it. it she gets right on up there and does it and what's amazing is they put a gopro on her face and while yes. she's like sliding down on the zip line she's like not even that worried about it no she's, she's like she's pretty cool. fucking she's zen fine. i would not yeah. be that zen while zip lining i have not been that zen while zip lining. <laughs> <laughs> have you gone zip lining I did once. Really? It, Where? It was a zipline obstacle course, and it was the single scariest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I guess maybe the, maybe, I don't, I wouldn't count it as ziplining, but there was a rock climbing gym I went to as a teenager, and they had like a, like a rope course in the ceiling. Mm. And I think at one point, there's like a small zipline where you just mm. like, you know, zip over from one rope to another. Yeah. That's that's not really what zip lining is but that's not the closest i've ever been (laughs) but i'm terrified of things that go fast and i'm terrified of heights so those two things seem bad yeah yeah like basically any recreational endeavor that requires the use of a harness that isn't like rock climbing or something yeah basic yeah i would say is like a no-go for me no 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 thank you (laughs) But Julie's into it. She does Julie it. did it. And then she meets a sheep farmer yes. who won his home in a to buy it for a dollar in some sort of like a state trust situation. Mm-hmm. And it's this like beautiful coastal farm, obviously, because that's why we're here. And he's got all these sheep and he's mating them. Yep. And Julie is, like, hype as hell. Yeah. And she's watching this sheep just go for it. And she's like, yeah, look at all those sheep. He's just mounted. (laughs) (laughs) She also gets to shear the sheep, which she's, like, very excited about. Yeah, she does do that. There's a whole thing where they have to, like, paint the sheep because that has something to do with the breeding. Yep. And she's, like, very, very excited about that. Very. That was, like, maybe her favorite part. She loves any time we're with the animals, really. Yeah. Yeah, the, like, quaint farming stuff is very much for her. There's also, I think it might have been two episodes ago, but there's also a point where she has to do, like, a Coast Guard rescue mission. Oh, yeah. And she also didn't enjoy that. That was in, like, Cornwall. No, she didn't enjoy that at all. She, she, like, got on the boat, and then she was like, and I'm done. Yep. 
But she owns it. You know what? Yeah, it's, it's true. She's it's like, true. yeah, I puked. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we also didn't talk about the beachcombers, who, um, this is back in episode two, but they live on a, a stretch of the ocean where a lot of stuff washes up. Yeah. And they collect it. And so she went to their house and looked at their, like, table of stuff. <laughs> They collect from the beach, and she was also thrilled about that. And then they go out on the beach to look for stuff, and she she finds a dead bird. <laughs> and then they make a point to have a voiceover where she says that she didn't bring the dead bird home. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What we're trying to say is, like, you should go watch this show. Uh, I'm in I'm in a group chat with people who are very invested in men with kilts and I texted in the chat I was like I know you guys are probably sad that men in kilts is ending so you need to watch coastal railways with my mom Julie Walter <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was kind of like yeah 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 you like the trains and I was like no you don't understand <laughs> a little concerned about your reputation as a train girl <laughs> train girl energy <laughs> you know no. i only talked about the trains like twice it doesn't take much to get a reputation <laughs> there are people you know on the internet they yeah. don't know enough they're like no. yeah there's no need to contextualize it it's trains it's trains it's trains we are trains. We are trains. Speaking of which, there's a moment, I think, in the first episode where Julie Walters is on the train and the train is going by the ocean yeah. and she's talking to the camera and then she kind of looks over her shoulder and she goes, it's a harbor. And then she looks at the camera and she says, I love a harbor. That was when I, that was like, it just got me. It yeah, got in me that so good. moment, I was the one that was seen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She also does a lot of, like, conductor time, which we yes. haven't talked about. But she spends time with conductors on, like, most of the trains. She goes on she... a steam engine and they, like, make her, like, a traditional, like, steam engineer meal. Yeah. Like, they, like, cook some pork cutlets over the fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, make her a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And she gets to, like, toot the horns and all and sorts of And she always toots it way more than the engineer wants her to. Yeah. I mean, they should know what they're they getting should into. Know. I also, we need to, this whole episode is like, oh yeah, and then this. Yeah, <laughs> we're just spitballing here. Uh, this show is a, a rich well. Yeah, it is. Lots to pull from here. So much. There's, in the first one, they make an announcement over the intercom that like there's a film crew yes. on board and if you have a problem with that you just let us know and she goes looks at the camera and she goes i'm not happy about it i have a problem <laughs> like her contempt for no reason her desire to have so much fun for no reason like she's just a goddamn there's delight. also in the first episode uh second episode She's been on all these trains and she's always in first class and then there's yeah. this moment where she's like and by the way I know I'm always in first class. I don't want to be, but the train companies are yeah. making us. <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> so funny. Like, I would be riding economy if the train companies weren't trying to do marketing right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, she also... Go get your acorn seven-day trials. Absolutely do it. Just live with Julie Walters on Coastal There's Royals. also, like, a couple moments where she reads out of, like, a book of Victorian, like, travel tips for women. Yeah. Which is really satisfying. And then she also, at one point, tries to make tea on the train, and that's also, like, very charming. Yes. <laughs> There's unlimited things. Yeah. We could go we, and on. I will be watching the series again. Oh yeah, I had no. I regrets. need to spend more time with each of these episodes because there's so much happening. Mm -hmm. I did not internalize enough of it on the first go. No, like so so, so much. much. But yeah. Um. 
If you want to talk to us about how much you loved Coastal Railways, you may do that, and only that, <laughs> by tweeting to us at HateWatchWithUs. Hate you can send us an email to HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. You can go to our website, HateWatchWithUs.com, and click the contact button. Or you can tell us... I don't have a height <laughs> reference here. I got nothing. You can tell us. I was going to try to make some kind of joke that eventually got us to Julie Walters, but I think the problem with with it all is that Julie Walters is too powerful, so it transcends the yeah. hot and tall joke paradigm. If you, too, think Julie Walters is too powerful, just <laughs> give us a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts. And then we'll know. No notes. No notes. <laughs> no notes, just stars. Yeah. Um, if you are looking for some more podcasts, either because you like our bullshit or you're tired of our bullshit, we've got great news because we are members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, which is a network <laughs> of podcasts that make lots of other content, most of which is not trained adjacent. And you can find their shows over at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, thoughtbubbleaudio at gmail.com, and you can support them on Patreon, which helps to support the infrastructure that keeps all of our shows running. Yeah. I was trying to get tracks in there, but I, I made the sentence wrong. Mm. So <laughs> it didn't one. work. <laughs> um... Yeah, so next week we are going to sadly close out Infrastructure Month. I'm very sad to see Infrastructure Month go. This has been so fun. It's been so fun. But it's also going to be absolutely bonkers. We so... have it on good authority that next week's episode is a good one. It slaps. <laughs> it fucking slaps. We're not bringing the energy here because we already brought it for next week. <laughs> this episode was filmed after tobogganing through the pipeline. <laughs> Spoilers. I'll cut that out. I just had to say it. No, it's a delight. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, well, thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.